0: Hi, Zeno. Hi. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, um, I'm Zinu. Well, my full name is Ego Zinu. i in Lighthouse. Too. People find me hard to pronounce, so I just tell them to call me Zinu. Zinu for short, sure, like Zeno. I think it's really good, Like Zeno. I used to wish my surname was Z, so Zino Z. <laughs> That's it would be Zinu Z.
1: It's about your life right now, how
0: um, what's going on. Okay, mm-hmm. so, um, um, Zino, I came and I'm a student of Bangkok University. I'm studying accounting and I'm in my final year, so I'm working on my project, still trying to find topics, though. God help me, but then by this time next year, I should be a graduate. So. Yep. Can you tell us why you're doing this or why you are going to do this? Okay. So, um, when my friend Anne called me up for this interview and she was like you have to do it. I was surprised, but not so, so surprised because anyone was coming already. I mean remember for coordinators. And um, so when she asked she was like she wanted to blow my face and hide my voice and all like okay. Like, is anything happening? Like, what did I do? Is my life in danger? And she was like, no, no, no. You know some people don't want to like... I like, it's fine. You can let my face show. I don't want to hide anything. This is me. Depression was a part of me. It was like a life, like, an experience for me. I would love to share with people and help people that are going through the same thing come out of it. Because most people, they want to come out of it, but they don't know how to. So I'm willing to help them out in a little way I can't you know, experience
1: So can you um tell us what depression is? Can you like, define it? Because most people have this idea of, oh, I'm down, I'm feeling empty.
0: I do just feel something Can you just segment anything? Okay, so according to what my psychologist defined depression to me, um, they defined depression as a mental, human, they define it basically in a simple form as prolonged sadness. You know some people you get sad for things that happen but you get over you get over it like you get over, it, like, you get over it, like within a day or two they're out of it. But depression is like a prolonged sadness, like for a long period of time. Like when you are down, when you are sad, things will interest you. You don't want to eat as much as you used to, you don't want to go out. Most times you don't want to talk to people, you just want to keep to yourself. So I'll define that as depression or rather the symptoms to depression. Okay, okay. so can you tell us how
1: it start started or when it all started? When you
0: were able to edit. If I, Growing up, for me, I would say I really didn't get the emotional support. Yeah, there were emotional supports here, yeah, but I didn't get as much as I needed because I had a very low self-esteem and It affected every other area of my life. So how I knew I was depressed was when I had an episode and I was taken to the hospital. That was when I was diagnosed with depression, severe depression. So since then I've been in the hospital for about a year. And me being in the hospital for that year, when I was discharged, ready to go back to school, it didn't mean I felt good enough or I felt okay to go out, because when I went back, I was still struggling, still relaxing, so... Okay, can you, would you like to talk about the episode, or should you... Okay, you? <laughs> um, so the episode I had was, I think, when I was in my second semester, yes, um, I had some, room, some roommates, I felt they were always speaking of my flaws, like things I didn't do right. They never really said anything good. Like, I always focused on the bad things. They said about me, the fact that I didn't dress well, I wasn't always wearing colored skirts, I was always wearing black, and blah, 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 different things and academics and everything. And so there was something that happened. They were always hammering on the facts that you don't read, you don't do this, you don't do that. And I was a worker in church at that time. Active now, so I went for the um, Sabbath school, Sabbath school, and um, the Sabbath school teacher, then her name was Moin, and then she was talking, and it was like she was talking to me, but I don't think she addressed that situation which was supposed to was like, You, your life has to um, show. God, your life has to be in the ways of God. When you are uh, God has to reflect in your academics, blah blah blah. And to me I felt I wasn't really doing well in my academics plus the fact that my roommates were always hitting the facts that Academics was low, and aside that, they were like, Don't worry, we're going to go and um, meet you. I'm coming to your church, so at least talk to one of the people. Maybe they'll talk to you. Maybe all the things will be the same, will make sense to you, blah 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 blah. Because I was always going to church because I enjoyed going to church. I was the only place I didn't feel tense, that was the only place I wasn't really on edge. So, when I went to Sabbath school that day, and she was talking, and so with all what she was saying, I actually taught my roommates. I'd already told her what supper was going in my life and that was like it for me. I got up, I could not hold the tears any longer, I got up, I ran inside the bath the toilet and then I locked myself. My only way back you now. Um, one of the theologians, the theologians came and was like, "Papa, pap, open this door, blah 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 blah, and when I finally opened the door. I ran out and I went to the stadium, I was there like throughout the day. And so when I got to my room, I think yes would be that would it was for me to leave. So I went to my room, I just slept. and um, so stayed for evening service. My roommates woke me up, but I did answer. I threw my food on the floor. And when they were trying to get me they were like what's wrong, what's wrong? And that was when I ran out of the hall. Like, I ran out. Basically no sleepers, nothing. Sleep. I ran out and I was so lucky. I don't know if anybody took the videos of me but I ran out and I only going to call my sister. I don't know who she ran after me because I had gone far, but then she caught up with me and she held me down. That was when I didn't see a word. I stopped talking, I didn't see anything. So, anybody, and all I remember was I saw myself in boots that really suited me. How was the whole story? So, you now I was diagnosed with depression. So. Yeah.
1: Can you tell us about your experience with me?
0: How are you responding? Okay, how was For the first two days I remember I didn't say a word. Mostly because I didn't feel like, like I didn't want to. I was still really feeling sad. I wasn't ready to open up and but I was texting, like I had this um, memo where you could just like write things down, notes and everything. So that was, I was texting because there was this, like this voice in my head that I could hear and it was like, you are this, you are not good enough, you never make it in life, blah, 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 and everything. So I didn't want to talk and my experience in the hospital was, man, all I did basically was eat, sleep, look, basically sleeping. Because there were times I had dramas and then you would have to sit and sleep. And in terms I didn't eat, so you we'll have to give me a drink. But it wasn't really a nice experience, but it tried as much as possible to make the environment comfortable for me, not just myself, but other people in the world with me. I had the same mental health and stuff. So, at what point did you feel like you were getting better? At what point? Well, the point I thought I was getting better was after. Um, Summer camp, I went for like that was this program. I we went for summer campaign and that was when I had this major encounter with God. That was why I called my deliverance physically. That was when all the things people said to me, trying to motivate me, trying to get me out of that state. That was when everything made sense to me. It was like this, I felt. Because during that time I felt blocked, I felt choked, like I felt I was suffocating. So, after that prayer night, after the whole deliverance thing, I felt free. I felt like there was this heavy body that had gone. I felt so light and happy, and I felt this peace and this joy, and it was awesome. So, basically, you're a
1: Christian. From what you just said. Yeah. So, would you say that it was till that point, till you met with God, that there was a major turnaround around? Yeah. So, would you say that um, getting help from um, the medical personnel wasn't really. I
0: would say it wasn't really nice, but the thing is, I think recovery is holistic, like it covers every part, medical aspects and the religious aspect, like the lifestyle Christianity. Well, they were able to help, but I felt they were not really hitting the nail on the head. Like, at that point, it's like, guy, I'm depressed, like, I'm sad. Nothing you are saying is making sense to me. And they would try to take me for therapy. And I'm like, you're yeah, not making sense. I don't understand. And I was so restless at that point. And there are times I'll just sit down. I'm like, you know what? Well, just keep talking. When you're done, you let me go back to my bed. So, what they helped? The sense that after I went for that, I had an encounter with God. Everything they said, everything, all the method they were trying to tell me that we could come out of this. Everything made sense to me, and then I was able to apply it to my life. So, I would say for psychologists, like for the health aspect, I feel. They should try. They should understand that depression is—it's like a body. It's like there is this pain. It's not like physical pain, but it's like pain of the heart. Like I don't know how to describe it, but you are just so down. Like it's like you are in that corner, like that deep dark tunnel, like nobody can find you. So I feel depression. You try to get people out of depression. It should be someone that has gone through the same experience, someone that understands what you are going through, someone that knows the way to find you inside that dark tunnel you are in, someone that knows how to bring you out from. So they should find a way to try to like understand what that person is going through. And you shouldn't just bring oh the health aspects they should bring every other thing they should make it holistic they should bring the present aspect to so it they shouldn't just say oh health only because I feel this thing is spiritual and depression I would stand by it that thing is demonic like have you ever seen where you can like, you can literally hear the voice in your head telling you that oh you are not good enough or oh you are this you are that and you are just there and It's like you're walking past people. They can't see you, but then they are not seeing you. Like, you just want them like, it's like you're just like holding their their leg and like pulling and like, please help me, see me. I'm inside, see me. At, At that point, it feels like you are possessed. It's like you are just sitting down and then something is moving your body. Like, that's the way it is. Like, there were times I actually felt I was possessed and I did crazy things just to get out of that feeling. I have one of the crazy things I did was to get a boyfriend. I was trying to look for a feeling, an emotion, something to grab onto, to like make me feel happy. But I would say it's something I regret, although I learned from it, though, but I don't think if I should have opportunity or if I come in my next life, I don't know if there's a the next life, but that is not something So basically you're saying that we should um combine medical health. Uh, yeah, it should be holistic. And it's... Okay, holistic. We would pass the information to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, um, So how
0: would you describe you now yourself right now? Okay, um I'll describe myself right now as uh, but... Just a normal person, man. Like, I'm extraordinary. Like, I know my identity now. I know who I am, Christ. I know that we are priesthood. I know I'm special. I know I have great things ahead of me to accomplish. I'm running, and this is part of it. I'm accomplishing great things. This is just my stepping stone. And I'm going to do great things in life. Now. God has been faithful, even when I know there are times I feel down feel sad about things I don't know why I'm sad of, I have the Holy Spirit it's there to help me and encourage me and help me stand up again. And One thing I'll tell about people coming out of depression, yeah there are times like you feel, oh my god, I'm down but I want you to stand up, don't just sit down because when you fall, you can't remain there forever, you have to stand, so it's been great, it's my life right now, yes. <laughs> Awesome man, awesome. Awesome. awesome What would you say
1: to those out there watching to um, Someone that they might not be the ones going through okay. but they can be close to someone. someone going through What would you say to them to help either themselves or the next person
0: that might be going through Okay, fashion. What I would say to them is that have somebody close to you going through depression, whoever it is, don't be too harsh on them because people are different, people have different emotional strengths. Don't be too harsh on them because most people don't even understand these things. Like when you say, oh, I'm depressed, they're like, ha! And some people they just say, Oh, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm like, They don't even know, really know what depression means Because if they really know what depression is, like, you won't even be able to open your mouth to say that, Oh, I'm depressed. Like, that most times, you don't even know what's wrong. You can't even talk. Most times, we tend to push people. So, I would say, If you notice someone that used to be happy and person suddenly mellows and it's for a very long time, I would advise Patience with that person. Become such a person. Show them love. Give them that attention and correct them in love. Even though they're doing something wrong, and are wrong Correct them in love. But don't make your love too much. Like don't make it too extreme that you neglect most of the things you do. Yeah, there are sometimes you this person blows cold and then you blow hot. They get like let it be balanced. Don't don't leave the person yeah, but like try to pull the person out in a loving way but don't you get what i'm trying to yeah, say and get you. yeah so basically how was the response of people around your friend's family
1: during that time everyone was acting. Oh, yeah, acting yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah Did they <laughs> accept yeah like so my parents well they were like that like in doing, at first I didn't understand, and I think the doctors explained everything to them. And so they were they were supportive, That they really tried at that point. My friends, my family, my family in school, that's the choir, Covenant Chapel choir, I hear Those guys are I love them. I love them with all my heart. So they were really supportive. Well, there were some people that you know the way students are some type of human beings when you're wondering. So they weren't really understanding because I remember one particular episode I went to get something from the hall, And so I was like, let me branch today. And Busa, I don't know if you guys like Busa, I branched Busa and I saw a friend and I was like, Hi and the look she gave me sort like she didn't know me, like I had shit on my body, like <laughs> and I felt so bad. I felt bad, like I was trying to come out of it. And then when I saw that reaction, like I went back to level you. and like I just stood, because for my whole admit that took me out, and I was like, you know what, let's just go back, let's go back to the hospital, I'm not buying anything again, let's go back. So people that were really close to me, they were really supportive, but people that weren't really close, they were just, some of them were just normal, okay? Just don't do anything, and some of them were like, what, what, it's like, why is she coming through? Okay, so what would you tell someone uh, that is going through depression? So I would say depression is a feeling. Well, the pain is there, but you feel it. It's basically your feelings. So I would tell you that don't give in to that feeling because your emotions are there basically as a signpost for you to know when something is going wrong when things are going right, like when people treat you wrong or when they treat you right, So don't give in to those feelings. And times when those feelings will come, what I'll tell you is that coming out of depression on your own, you have to make a conscious effort to want to come out of it. For God to help you, you have to also make a conscious effort because if you remember the story of Nehemiah, when um, the enemies were harassing them, the children, the men, and everybody, and then at some point they were trying to like rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. And then he told his men to hold the armor in one hand and then hold the sword in the other hand. So that was like basically trying to build the, the, the wall and then still trying to defend their wives and children. And then he made a statement he was like, You have to fight for your wives, you have to fight for your daughters, your son, and you have to fight for your family. And one Profound statement he made was that you have to fight so that God will fight for you Like you have to be willing to fight. So you going through depression kill you yourself You have to stand and fight still. It's not easy. Trust me. It's not easy But you just have to make a conscious effort. And like I said earlier, yes, there are times you fall back There are times you will relax, but you have to stand up and Fight like pick yourself up and dust yourself up like I'm going to fight I have something greater to achieve, I have a destiny to achieve, I have an assignment in this life. I'm not going to sit down and allow one stupid voice that I don't know where it is, or allow anybody to mess my life up for me. It's not going to be easy, but what I can pray for you is that God will give you the strength. And one prayer point I will tell you to pray is that, You should be very sincere about this prayer, but when you talk to God, I want you to be very sincere. You necessarily don't have to kneel down or close your eyes, but just speak to God from your heart because I know and I believe He can hear you. So your prayer point should be, Father, I want to come out of this, but I don't know how to. Take me to the right people. Lead me to the right set of people. Help me to listen to the right things that would help me out of it. he should also give you the strength because even when we make there are times we make plans on our own and then we can't even meet up to these plans. So he should help you and guide you all through the way. It should give you that strength. Even when you are trying to make it conscious effort because obviously we can't do it on our own because we ourselves are fighting our own demons. So he should help us to help ourselves. Okay, he get yeah, so that's it. Okay, so on that note, viewers,
1: Let's be um, supportive. Let's be kind. Okay. You don't necessarily have to um, understand mm-hmm. first. Yeah. I think people should. We should have this basic upfront kindness. We should to everybody. everybody. Yeah, you never can tell who is who or what they are going through. Yeah. So viewers, I hope you've heard. <laughs> okay, Zeno, thank you for sharing. Thank that was really. I mean I myself, <laughs> I, I was being fed in love, thank you for sharing and I just want to say this quick prayer that as you step out, you continue to do more, amen. Do. amen, amen, amen. Who are we? We are a group of young people. We've received light. We are joining hands together. We are sharing our, like, pictures. We are holding a candle and we are just passing flames around. So that our world is lightened up. But yeah, we are doing this. God is helping us. Our mission statement is to provide an everyday platform for young men thoughts, fears, cares where we can help them see the light so they can light up the world around them without being criticized or labeled. That's our mission. And our motto is giving people a voice without a face so we don't necessarily need to. If you're shy or you don't want us to know your identity, it's fine. We just want to share our light with you. We just want to help light up anything that is dark, anything that feels dark, anything that looks dark. Our mission statement is to share our lights with the world, igniting the fire in them to do the same. How I said to not It's just like passing the flame around. We also want everyone to carry light. Basically, we are just going to be connecting or showing you way to the source where we receive our life from which is God, our Heavenly Father. Simple, straight, <laughs> Yes! So that's what um, Quellameters is all about and we would love for you to follow us on Instagram, keep up with us on Facebook, and send us a email, send us a text to call us. Send us a message on WhatsApp, we are here 24-7. We just Yes.